0: Uh, for so you think, you're an adult. Sarah-Jane Tobin and uh, Declan Buckley are here to give you uh, hip advice uh, amongst other things. Ah, <laughs> right. That's with yeah, yeah. <laughs> the kids. So Down no, with case. the kids, yeah. Uh, right, OK, here's your first question. I'm 49. I will be 50 in January. I've been the good girl my whole life. Good job. Took out a pension in my 20s. Bought a small home in the village to be near my parents as they get older. However, I'm utterly bored with my life. I dream of selling the house, cutting in the savings, and just leaving it all behind to go travel the world. There's so much I haven't experienced, but I know it will break my parents' heart if I leave. What if they get sick or die while I'm away? What if I can't get my job back when I get home? Where would I live when I get home? I know this is a first world problem, but a two or three week holiday isn't going to cut it. I'm just so unhappy and it's affecting everything I do. Oh, oh dear, that's awful. She hasn't specified how long she wants to go away for, but
1: no. But when let's she says, "assume it's a year," or yeah, something. when she said she's looking at cashing in her savings and selling her house, you'd imagine it's like yeah, she's it's thinking not. a long term, long <laughs> term finding yourself. What's it? E pray love type journey um, that she's looking to go on. I I feel really really sorry for this person because I don't know. Like I mean, it's to me it sounds like she, as she said she's been the good girl all her life. She hasn't really lived. I think for. Anyone in their kind of 20s and 30s, they should be going out and doing everything, getting it out of your system and doing all that. And I understand where she's coming from, that she feels a responsibility towards her parents. But it, I really don't think it's very fair of them to kind of expect her to kind of be mm-hmm. there all yeah. the time. But that being said, obviously they are. But, you know, one of these days she'll have to kind of just, you know, get a backbone and just say, listen, this is what I'm doing. It's my life. And this is the time you're never going to get back. Given another five years, you're
0: not going to be able to do a lot of the things that you can do now. We'd like you to apologise to everyone in their mid-50s on Sarah Jane's <laughs> behalf. Uh, yep, sorry uh, are, about that. Who are actually get it, not getting it out of the system as we Probably speak. Probably enjoyed yeah. it more than me. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, Declan, should she? You see, it's easy to say, oh yeah. yeah, definitely go for it. But like she's, if she's 49, she's spent the last 20 or 30 years of her life in one way of uh, of living, thinking the other way is going to be better. Maybe not necessarily. Maybe when she gets, you know, when she's in a bit, you know, uh, off board of people, on pills, it mightn't be so much fun a lot of people like to play this game with themselves where they go
2: if i could do whatever i would whatever i could do i would do x y or z but the thing that's holding me back is ABC and this t- the kind of tension between those two things keep people in, the, in without yeah. moving. And I think I don't think that her parents are actually putting any pressure on her personally. I mm. think that that's just what this person has decided will happen mm. because it's all part of the kind of decidophobia She doesn't want to make yeah. any decisions.
1: She doesn't want like to make a call. That's why she's writing into us. I suppose. Yeah,
2: and we're not going to be able to make that decision for her because because as the letter writer points out already. Uh, there are upsides and downsides to every decision. And if you're trying to weasel your way through life without ever making a bad decision or a poor choice... (laughs) I mean, <laughs> you're talking to the wrong at, person. There's no,
0: <laughs> no, you're doing well. You're yeah, doing fine.
2: poor choices is not like, new fragrance.
1: But like, this is the thing, you know, there, there has to be a compromise there. It doesn't have to be all or nothing. Like, why does she really have to sell her house? Can she rent it out? Yeah. You know, is that a house she could come back to down the line? As regards her job, has she actually even spoken to yeah, her boss exactly. yet? To
2: see, to Do you not know <laughs> you, whether you, you have a policy? Do you know what I mean? Like, as you said, I do
1: think that there's a lot of ifs and buts and maybes and she's just making a lot of presumptions there that maybe she needs to kind of check out but I do think I do think she should go and get it out of her system if that's what she wants to do I think she should. I don't know whether it's just about.
2: Sorry, I don't even know if that's what. If it's just about the trip, though, I think that at the end of the day, it's like the 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 letter starts off being quite specific about a thing that she'd like to do. By the end of the letter, she's saying, "I'm so frustrated with everything, and I don't, you know." Mm. So it becomes quite um, the nuclear kind of option, in that she's kind of saying, "I just need to blow up my whole life," when in fact. Possibly what she needs to do is actually start making small decisions, perhaps, but making little changes and actually being happy about those changes, because the responsibility of this whole scenario, this person's life, isn't her parents and it's not Mm -hmm. her workplace. Mm -hmm. And it's not, nobody's going to come up and say, here's a menu of options of things you can do with the rest of your life. Mm. Let us know and we'll organise it for you. That unfortunately, because no, I was thinking. waiting for that menu for years. And it never here's your sister. Long. That's
0: how I ends up doing what I'm doing. Uh, so, yeah. Loving
1: life every minute of a Declan. Loving life could it be, every minute.
0: Could it be what she's trying to escape from is herself? Because she's a very super organised person and she has this notion in her head that just travelling the world... Is like a random but, process where you stick a pin in a map and uh, off she goes. No, it's a very Whereas, organized. Exactly, it's a very or, like and, I mean, and she'll bring the same level of organization. You know, but so you need
1: that though. Like I,
0: oh yeah, absolutely. Ago, but like, when, no matter where you go, there you are. So yeah. of thing, and she'll be still there with herself. And yeah, that's maybe her problem.
1: Like I went to Thailand years ago, and I went with three girls, three other girls, my, my best friend at the time, and a girl we only actually met in the airport. And my God, thank God I was with them because I. I didn't have a breeze when I was... I'm Sure, I was waking up in the morning go where are we going today, girls? And finding out we we're getting on a plane to go X, Y, and Z. It was, you know, it was just... It does require a hell of a lot. So, you know, maybe she does have the personality that she could actually make a really successful trip for herself
0: because you do need to have that Oh, she, of Yeah, of course she could. But I think I, I think she's trying to get away from she's <laughs> trying. She wants to be a different... She wants to be this spontaneous person, you know. A lot yeah. of people
2: believe that if they, you know... Uh, Do all the things that they think they're told to do. Go to school, do well in your exams, go to college, get a good job, earn the money, save some, you know, use some to buy a house. Check off all the things that ultimately that will give you happiness and Mm. I'll give you some level of self-knowledge or whatever. And I think you can end up having all of the things that you think you're meant to have, but if you don't actually understand who you are and why you wanted them or need them in the first place, they're just abstract commodities. So I think what this person needs to do really is to find out and why they want to do whatever it is they want to do, they need to have an actual um, motivation behind. <laughs> Crazy now, you no, need your I'll motivation, get you. but it is it is an epray love know kind why of thing. They're doing their yeah. thing that they're doing because they don't get that particular, you know, what it is you want to be when you grow up, kind of um, idea, you're just flailing. You're just following the road well traveled and. And and consequently, that will leave you feeling either like you're part of this machine, like you're flowing like all the fish in the Mm -hmm. river, and you're you know you end up not knowing anything about yourself or why you're doing anything. Sometimes. Your family obligations, your work obligations, even the mortgage payments may give you like a small level motivation. It's it's shoving you along doing Mm -hmm. things. You know, you're doing chores for your parents and you're paying your mortgage and you're making sure the electricity bill is paid and all that kind of stuff. But that's not giving you any kind of sense of of who it is you you are. And maybe that's why the kind of the, 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 the desire for an adventure is there. Adventures are great, and adventures are very kind of revealing about like you described yeah. your holiday in Thailand. however, you, you already mentioned it when the first thing you said, uh, Sarah Jane was that is that if you do them when you're younger, you can kind of bounce back from the kind of messy mistakes that you make <laughs> whereas well. if you're if you're a little bit later in life. You understand the consequences of making bad choices and, and, or, or, yeah. you know, delaying things mm. or whatever. Everything has a bit more of a weight on it when you're older because you're a bit more afraid of making a mess of things. It's
1: like the roller coaster <laughs> thing, you know, yeah. when you're a kid, you get up in the roller coaster and Wonderland and you don't care. Yeah. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's, it's like, oh, like, well, like, well, hang what? on, look at that now. <laughs> yeah. That's a bit
0: shaky. And when you're a bit older, you might go, oh, I could go camping <laughs> or stay in the nice hotel down the road. Yeah, <laughs> well, <yeah. I'll> <laughs> there's also, there is, there's those kind of trade-offs as well that you say,
2: well, actually, you know, my old body isn't able to hand, <laughs> handle a night the Beach the way I would have yeah. when I was 18 and all that kind of stuff. So, so, so there is possibility. Sorry, there is the possibility that this this person who gave their age being like you know 49, 50, it isn't the end of your life at any stage, but it is also the beginning of your awareness of the fact that life has a finite yeah, duration. Yeah, suppose yeah, this
0: is midlife crisis
2: stuff, then kind of, a yeah, bit, yeah, I kind yeah, of feel that's that on the nose, I think. Yeah, I kind of feel that. And I think that, and, and a fear of, of regrets and a fear of missing yeah. out and a fear that you didn't make the right choices. And I think fundamentally, one thing everybody needs to realize is that there's always going to be choices and options and, and places that you didn't get to go to and do. You can't expect to be like on your deathbed going, Well, I checked off everything on that list. I still I think I still
1: think she should have a look at you know, it doesn't need to be all or nothing. I think she the desire is there for her to go travel and maybe look at, you know, different destinations than she was looking at. Maybe look at mm. as I said Airbnb your house <laughs> or something yeah. like that. Talk to your your employer, but I do think it's something you should investigate if that's what you want to do. Yeah,
2: it's it's and it is again it boils down to the why she wants to do it. If she if she needs to get away from Ireland to experience a different culture or a different thing to be on her own, well that automatically means she's going to have to sacrifice the time with her parents yeah. who are you know who are going to die. But when they're going to die is is not.
0: Well, is I not mean, she can get them checked you know, out. You know, sort off for a year. She'll be fine. Plus nobody. Like that's an interesting point about the regrets thing that like it's one of those old cliches you would never have regrets but yeah. like everyone has regrets everybody because you're not going to do everything because you can't you, know, yeah, you can't life. do everything plus also you can have too much of a good thing our next question <laughs> oh. is an example of that I'm a guy in my mid-twenties and I think I might be addicted to orgasms I masturbate at least four times a day. I would rather stay at home and enjoy myself rather than go for pints with the lads. I was in a relationship for a year or so and this wasn't an issue then. I was satisfied by our sex life, quite regular but not daily sex. I work from home and would regularly take a break <laughs> just to have a go. Of oh course. Is this weird? <laughs> <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> Jackie, you would you like to get like your that? grips <laughs> with this one? <laughs> You're currently on
2: hold, you're hold, and one of your calls will be answered very soon. soon very soon. man gets very his hands soon. off. Oh, my God. That, yeah. That's, look, is it weird? Maybe. Is it, it, uh, it kind of um, normal that you, you enjoy your moment, enjoying yourself, as you, you kind of very vaguely put it? Yeah, I guess it is. I mean, being addicted to, to, I don't know if you can be. I I
1: I don't think you can be. I was, I actually, I was reading about this. Oh, yeah, I know. Before Uh, I I was was reading about this earlier. Um, No, apparently there's no, they don't uh, say there's such a thing as an addiction to orgasms, but they do say there's compulsion for orgasms. Okay, but that's borderline addiction then. Yeah, but it's not, it's not the same thing. But apparently, you know, I don't know, I was kind of just, you know, having a look to see um, what what was kind of out there, and they were kind of saying things like, you know, if it comes between your your personal life and your work life, which <laughs> you know, cause come between as work life, I mean, is your boss going to cut bonnet? To when what you're
2: is doing? your job evaluation um, happening? Yeah, right exactly. Oh, yeah. But like,
1: you know, sacrificing time with your mates and stuff like yeah, that—that's that weird. That yeah. is a bit much. I think. I, I think you know, whatever about like, because it is you know de-stressor or whatever obviously maybe he needs to look at himself and see you know has he got something else going on is he anxious or you know suffering with any of that kind of business but yeah I think if it starts to come between your personal relationships your work life and it's something that he seems to think about a hell of a lot mm. I think it, it, it is something that maybe he might I don't know talk but to it's a therapist like anything, I think it. it's
2: like anything if there's any behavior that you do that you use the word compulsion there so if there's any kind of a compulsive behavior that you do that you feel you're not entirely in control of that is that's is the red light that's something yeah. you need to actually evaluate and if that behavior regardless of whether it's you know getting to know yourself intimately or whether it's you know shopping for shoes on Amazon I'm not looking at you I'm looking at show <laughs> <laughs>
0: you need to get bigger shoes I do now yeah
2: (laughs) 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 whatever that behaviour is if that behaviour is affecting something in your life in a negative way whether it's affecting your relationships whether it's affecting you financially whether it's deviating you away from other mm. things that you'd like to do well then of course it's a problem yeah. it, it doesn't mean that it's some kind of clinical or you know as you say now it can be uh, it, the, the, the compulsion can be driven by some other underlying emotional or psychological problem I, only you the letter writer knows whether there's something else yeah. going on you you know are you because I don't know is it the desire to be by yourself a lot that feels a little it bit kind of it feels it? a bit feels a bit kind of question mark to me I I don't know but I mean Yeah Depends on who your friends are, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> the reality of it is, is that is there anything wrong with having you know masturbation or whatever? No. Is there something weird about doing it four times a day when you're meant to be Working. answering phone calls for Aircon? Yeah. Maybe. I <laughs> know well, if you space that out over the
0: course of a day, yeah, that's, 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 that's not that, that many. Uh, really, the thing is, like he says, he doesn't go out for pints with the lads. So say the yeah. lads are meeting up at uh, you know say half seven, uh, and they go home at eleven. Let's make it quite a change. like. How many wanks is that? You know, <laughs> <laughs> you know what's no. he giving up? Will he, will he? But there are many
2: people for whom the whole point of going <clears throat> to the bars or the clubs is <clears throat> with a chance to kind of hook up. So if yeah. you're actually just cutting out the middleman, there maybe just, you're yeah. saving yourself a whole lot of time, and you're Great. you're getting the little endorphin rush at the end. Oh. But you know, again, it's all it's all a question of like, you know, we, you know, do you are you missing out on decent conversation, and and you know, are you you're fulfilling relationships with? your mates well yeah then <laughs> it's
0: a, it's a bit of an issue shit. I think yeah because even the way he describes the relationship is like yeah it was okay you know I was satisfied I wonder why but, they broke know, up regular not daily mm. yeah I, I mean, wonder you know, why they broke
2: uh, up well yeah maybe I know
1: and is that anything to do with that could that be I don't know
0: Are the thing okay is like he's not like broken. like if he thinks that masturbating and having sex with an actual thing. human being is the same thing that that in itself is an issue yes because you know he's forgotten what actual sex is like you know skin against skin etc
1: Exactly. And I think he's, he's you know, he's shooting <laughs> <jiggled laughs> himself in
0: the of Oh my god. <laughs> and then oh, he's missing really out so much. <laughs> so yes, it is weird, uh, right? So is it weird? Is that or is that a consensus? Is no, there's something on. going on
2: here. I think he's asking us the question as as to whether there's a difference between whether something is natural and whether something is um, kind of normal. And I mean, average. Like, I don't think what your behaviour is is normal in the sense that it, it it's everybody has this experience. Mm. But I do think that you, there's nothing wrong with what you're doing as long as it doesn't have as Sarah was saying, you want like a knock kind on of effect in other yeah. parts of your thing. So only you know that. Only you know your your Drive as to what's causing you to forego meaningful skin-on-skin relationships with people, exactly. actual humans in your life. And if you think that that's because they're all not worth of your attention, that's fine. That's your prerogative. You find it's... new
1: friends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <maybe. laughs>
0: yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's kind of yeah. Never mind. He's uh, <laughs> it, it, kind of up in the ante for himself in in that it's if his exact life is completely within his own head. Yeah then thing you yeah. know what's he imagining uh, now what would he be imagining in a year's time what would he imagine the year yes, after that that's that, a very you know, good point actually you could end up in a very dark place there and it, really. is,
2: yeah. it is and it's, it's it's what the compulsion idiots are and, and whether or not you're still getting the same you know, hormonal
0: pleasure pleasure, yeah. or whatever yeah.
2: it is, you know, out of it as well. And it's, yeah, no, I think that you, you need to evaluate your life choices.
0: Yes. Uh, I've been engaged to my fiance for two years and we've been together almost 10 years. We met in our late 20s, had a very happy life together, going to gigs, spending time with friends, going on holidays, etc. We've been saving for a deposit on our wedding throughout the pandemic which has meant lots of sacrifices of those luxuries in life. However, I recently discovered that he has gambled more than half of it, amounting to over €20,000. He has admitted everything, has apologised profusely, and is now getting help for his addiction. However, I'm finding it so hard to get over the betrayal... Our entire future has been pushed back as we save all over again. I can't believe he would do this to us, but we're supposed to believe that an addiction is a disease. So is it unfair of me to want to walk away from an otherwise good man? My family can't even look at him. And my friends are pressurising me to walk away, yet there's part of me that loves them. Even after all this, what mm. should I do? Crikey.
1: It's awful. I feel so bad for this person because, you know, she she's nailed the head there. She's like, addiction is a disease. And she said he's an otherwise good man. And, you know, I mean, obviously, if they were getting married, they've obviously been together a while. They managed to save up quite a deposit. But at the end of the day, I mean... It's not up to her friends. It's not up to her family. It's totally up to her. And I think the only thing that I could recommend would be they'd have to do couples counseling they'd yeah. have to be able to sit down and she has to be able to air her grievances completely and he has to be able to understand them accept them own his mistakes and and show her that show her how and tell her how he's not going to repeat the same mistakes again mm. because i think that's the big fear in something like this is that it's it's this is the setup for life now is this going to happen again down the road mm. um and you know she has to rebuild the trust and that's so hard to rebuild trust so I don't know. I mean, that would be the first protocol, in my opinion, would be you need couples counselling and you need to do it ASAP. Uh, and, you know, you need to really kind of push the other people to the back of your brain right now, because if you walk on their say so, um, you're always going to be left wondering. Did you do the right thing, or you know?
0: Yeah, she's obviously in two minds about. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think as well that she feels um,
2: she feels some kind of a, like a social pressure to look yeah. at the the gambling addiction as as a health problem for the person that she's meant to love, and if if she if that's a deal breaker, then that kind of makes in her into a bad in kind of person. Of thing. Yeah. However, I, I would point out that there's two levels to this: the the, the addiction which which uh, drove the gambling is separate from the fact that. He stole from her. That, yeah. That's a separate yeah. thing. There's yeah. two levels going on. The gambling addiction is just that's where the money went. The the taking money that was theirs right. and and not. Discussing with that, and that's an outrageous kind of um, betrayal of her trust, which um, many people rightly would would not feel mm-hmm. they'd be able to to, to to come back from. Some people would be able to do that, and that's that's obviously down to people's individual relationships and how mm-hmm. they can how they can rebuild that kind of trust that you're talking about. I think um, when it comes down to it, though, is it, it's 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 still not resolved fully because you you pointed that out too. Is that with gambling addictions and with all kinds of addictions is that you never know There's no, you can't just draw a line under it and go so, that was in the past yeah. and it's not going to happen again because it could happen again and it could still be happening because you mightn't have the full picture on what's actually gone on now mm-hmm. because all you really know is what happened with your joint finances mm-hmm. you don't know what's happened with him and his, his parents bank accounts his I hadn't even gone there there's there's loads of potential for other kind of dramas, and I'm not trying to make the whole thing into a bigger thing all I'm saying is is that this problem can't be resolved until there's an actual treatment plan in in operation and And it feels well she says
0: says he's getting he's getting help for his addiction and Uh, if she uh, feels that that and he's admitted everything and if that path if that
2: path is going to work and if it's going to work for her, she needs to be in some way involved, involved with yeah. that, that that has to build. because but, trust...
0: but even though, it, it, even if that were all in place, I think what she's talking about was the hurt that's been done. Yeah. And she's finding a hard to get past that.
2: Because it's not even just, it's not even just the money that, and I'm being very vicious in calling it stealing but that's how i feel about yeah. it that the money that he stole from their joint account is not the only thing that he stole from her he stole from her the process of was meant to be a very happy journey of the beginning yeah. of their life forever and well, ever stole together it from their future. and yeah. that and that's that's a very hard thing to come back from and she's totally within her rights as an individual hum, human being with feelings and emotions and dreams and mm-hmm. and a bank account to kind of to to go whoa hang on a second yeah. Because he's not the guy that she thought he was before and now she's basically kind of meeting a new guy who has a lot of the old guy's characteristics. But which just whole, has this
1: and, whole mess behind
2: him as and well. I, and it's Ugh. a really complicated thing yeah. and it's like, you know, he cheated on her in that respect and she, she's she got to work out will I take him back will I not will I will I not and that's it's a it's, really messy that's thing. That's the whole
1: thing like it's the trust once the trust is gone like I don't know can you rebuild it like that's the bottom line and as Sean quite rightly pointed out, she needs to be involved in whatever treatment plan uh, is is out there. And also, like, you know, this is going to take a long time. Like, I know she said that she's had to sacrifice a couple of years worth of savings and a couple of years and, and it's pushed their lives back. This is going to push their lives back pretty mm. much forever. Yeah. It's, it's going to constantly be there to work on. You're going to have to keep on top of it. You're going to have to keep trusting. And, you know, he's going to have to keep getting help. It's not one of these things that just and it's
2: over. Yeah. You know when you talk about things when people do stuff to you, you know, and since you were a kid, the expression forgive and forget was the whole thing. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it can be quite easy to forgive somebody to understand why they something happened or to acknowledge the fact that they 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 feel remorse or they, are you know, they they feel awful about the situation. That doesn't mean that you forget that yeah. they've done it. And I, I mean that's the problem here is that she can go I understand it's a, an addiction is an issue. I understand that, you know, this so therefore some of this bit behavior was kind of outside of your 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 control if mm. that's the right expression but that doesn't mean that you you feel personally safe to kind of yeah. put yourself back into that and situation you have to feel again. safe you have to and feel safe, safe thing, in your relationship in that in that relationship
0: yeah. that kind of relationship yeah. particularly and that's what's really hard so I'm in a newish relationship of about six months. We met online, and on her Tinder profile, she had a photo of a very cute bulldog. She brought the dog on our first date. It was coffee and a walk. So to be fair, what harm? But this dog has been the third ever-present element in our relationship ever since. She won't go to a restaurant unless it's dog-friendly. The dog sleeps in the bed between us. When we're at our friend's house, she will uh, she will wa- she will want to go home after two hours if the dog wasn't allowed to come. We're invited to my cousin's wedding in September, and she will. Won't go because she won't leave the dog. I've tried to suggest the dog stays with her sister for an out for an evening, but she won't entertain it. I am at the stage where it's me or the dog. Has anyone else experienced this?
1: Oh, this is awful. Because I love dogs. I love animals. Yeah, yeah. But the reality of it is he walked in on her relationship with her dog. The dog was there first, so she'll yeah. she'll pick the dog. <laughs> I hate to tell <laughs> you, you, she think? will pick the dog. Well, she has already, I think, clearly. <laughs> yeah, she 100% will pick the dog. I can completely understand, though. Like, I mean, imagine, you know, you're... Like, that's the that's the stage of your relationship where you're supposed to be dying to see each other and can't wait to spend the night together, can't yeah. wait to go out. And, and she just keeps bringing the dog with her. Like, that would drive me yeah. bananas. Yeah. And I think I would actually just say, do you know what? Snake, Don't think
2: so. I wonder whether this, this, uh, like the, I don't know, the, whether the woman here, uh, the, the dog owner, um, just relies on the dog, or the dog signifies this thing that's yeah. really that may, that that might shift going forward. But at the moment, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I do get loving dogs, and you know, I, I get why people are obsessed with their animals. But there has to be a way in which they they balance no, that exists, with yeah. the other commitments and obligations they have. Mm. I mean, does she bring her dog to work? I mean, how does she manage that particular oh, well, thing? Oh, I don't know.
0: Maybe she works from home. Yeah. Yeah, you see, that's, that's
1: the thing, you know. God, God knows what that dog has seen.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That. that dog probably has PTSD, I imagine. Uh, actually, just going back to the woman uh, uh, who uh, uh, thinks she's being the good girl Uh, Someone says, I took a year off when I was 26 and travelled around the world. It's not for the faint hearted and doesn't solve emotional difficulties at home. Interestingly, I run an Airbnb now and recently had a guest who returned to Ireland after selling her house in Dublin and embarking on a similar trip. She lasted six weeks, and I'd come back with no house and possibly no job either. Wow, yeah. So, just uh, you know, FYI. Uh, put the wind up you there. Know, and uh, <laughs> uh, somebody else next time to ask How did Declan get so wise? I had to do rehab and get divorced before he started to grow any kind of sense. <laughs> <laughs> How do you know what I've been through? Where have you been yes, all my life, yes, Declan? Where have pain. you been all my life? Uh, Declan <laughs> and Sarah Jane, thank you both very much. You are listening to The Moncrief Show, and you are going to take a break. After that, is there actually a cure for a hangover?